I was going to ask, I hope this isn't too out of your way. I know it's Sunday evening for you. I can't see you be doing too much, though. No, it's fine. I, yeah? I was just um, watching Battlestar Galactica, kind of so... The the remake? Yeah, I've started it recently. I, oh. I, I haven't seen it before. You are in for a treat, my friend. It is good. So I've heard, yeah. I, did you read Secret Invasion? I did, and I can oh. I can see the similarities. I can see it. When I was watching, uh, when I was watching Battlestar Galactica, it was coming out on DVD. My buddy was buying it. He was lending them to me. And Secret Evasion <laughs> kicked in right about right before season four came out. Yeah. And I was I was in love with Secret Evasion. It's still one of my favorite events because of that. Uh, mm. Battlestar Galactica is awesome, man. It's a great show. Great show. Yeah, well, my, my dad and my brother have been telling me to, like, watch it for years, oh, and yeah. I, I recently watched um, The Wire and Breaking Bad, so I needed, like, some non-crimey, some, some sci- sci-fi to watch mm-hmm. next, so I decided to finally watch um, Battlestar. Yeah, it's good sci-fi melodrama with uh, mm. suspense, man. Like, every, every episode yeah. is really suspenseful, I think, because you don't know what's going on or who's what, or... Anyways, I don't want to talk too much, because you're just beginning to watch it, so... Right on. I don't want to hold you from that too long. Uh, my kid, broke, my kid broke her ankle, man, on Friday. Well, she didn't break it; she sprained it really bad. We had a, oh, God. we had a barbecue uh, for the preschool she goes to. It was a father-daughter thing because Father's Day is coming up apparently, and uh, she's so excited, man. Like it's in the basement of this church, and we're walking around the outside of the church, and this one sidewalk yeah. was it's it's got a big gap between the lawn and the and the sidewalk, and she just psh, psh, wiped out there. And I didn't think that anything was wrong with her other than she smashed her knee, maybe her shin. 20 cool. minutes into it, man, her her ankle was like, boom, it just blew up like a balloon. I was like, oh, okay, I guess I will carry you. Ugh. It was a pretty rough father-daughter day. Aww. That's been my weekend, man. We've been laying on mattresses. And now she can move a little bit, so she's all excited and shit. Oh, let's go. Yeah, man. Anyways. Okay, we're podcasting now. Okay, I don't care if you don't care. I'm just letting you know. <laughs> <Holy. laughs> Alright, welcome to the Comic Anvil, episode 48, everybody. Uh, today, we have Anthony. Yo! Because he's the only one who, got, who could make time. We love Anthony. Yeah, so, the only you. one here. Yay! Yeah, yeah, I'm here too, man. I got lots of comics I want to talk about, because we haven't talked about comics on the show in a few I know, episodes, it man. like ages. Yeah, it's been months. I swear it has. Um... So where should we start, man? Like anything in particular, really? Um, I don't know. Oh, I don't know. See, it's been that long. Does that much? Uh, it's kind of hard to pick something to begin with. Um, uh, hmm. Have you been reading Original Sin? I've not actually been reading Original Sin. I'm trying. I'm trying to get out of the habit of buying every Marvel event and yeah. just like wait for ones that really interest me. Um, seems even to be- though. Go ahead. Even though I, I am, kind, I do kind of want to read it. It's just I'm trying to like, but budgetize my comics a bit. Mm-hmm. But um, from what I'm seeing on online, it does look, seem like a pretty cool event. But um, um, really, my timeline is telling me that it sucks. <laughs> really? <laughs> and I'm like, I'll, oh, I, I'll, I just mean from what I'm seeing on, on like um, on the news sites and stuff, mm-hmm. like some of the promotional stuff. Oh, I think it's. But it's my it's Mike Diodato. I really like my Mike Diodato's art. Oh. It's awesome, man. It's awesome. Yeah, I rather enjoy it. Uh, I just reread the first three issues. Uh, some big stuff happens in issue three. I don't really want to spoil it for you. Well, I've I've seen it on. I think I've seen it. There's um there's a certain character of 
a blurring blow by get you gutted. What? Well, sorry, that was a little breaky, breaky uppy. Just get the heck off. <laughs> is it right? Is it Bucky who does it? Yeah. Okay. So that's the bit I don't get. No, me neither. It doesn't make sense because they're out looking for. They're out in space, Bucky, Moon Knight, and Gamora. They're out in space and they're looking at uh, somebody's been killing planets. They found a. That's an odd team. Though. Yeah. No. Well, then Moon Knight and Gamora. I know, and they've got another team up. It's just Doctor Strange and Frank Castle, the Punisher. And I, I still don't know why those two are teamed up, but it's got to be for a good reason. Anyways, they, these these the three of these guys are in space, Bucky and Gamora and Moon Knight, and they they found this planet that's dead. It's like Ego, the living planet, but it's not Ego. Oh, it's, yeah. it's something else, and it's been killed by these giant green bullets. I don't know what the fuck these big green bullets are about, but... Uh, and then, yeah, like, I don't know, it's like Bucky figures something out, disappears, shows up in, in uh, Nick Fury's fucking secret cave because he's like leading the investigation of who killed the watcher and and it takes out nick fury man like just takes him out and i'm like what the fuck it doesn't make doesn't make any sense it's like mm-hmm. it's either brainwash or bucky killed a robot i can't see them making bucky a bad guy just like that do you know what i mean and i think that's that's yeah. a lot of people are complaining that that was very out of character and not cool <laughs> and i was yeah. like i thought well, it was pretty cool there's, pro- there's got to be some reason behind it. I well, mean, yeah. we haven't got that far, and that's the thing with this. So far, every issue, it, the mystery adds more questions. I've been fine. Mm-hmm. I mean, the being bad guy, you think it's the orb, I guess, but it's not really. You kind of—I don't know how to explain it, man. It's crazy. It's pretty cool, but I can't believe they killed Iwatu. You know? <laughs> no. I—I I, I don't know. The watch is like one of those Marvel characters who. He kind of, I think I've said it before on this show. Actually, he kind of annoys me because he doesn't, he doesn't do anything. He just watches. Like, what's the point? It's just he just turned into like this character who Marvel would put in every event, and that would be the way of showing that this was a big thing. This is a big deal, like Civil War, mm. Secret Invasion, mm. and it just seemed that that's all he was doing. And you know, it's just like not really much to his character. Well, he's doing more now in his death. Yeah. <laughs> than he ever was alive, I guess. Uh, I rather enjoy it. Uh, I'm going to stick it out. It's kind of fun. But um, speaking of Original Sin, a bit of a segue to, co- to some comics that I did actually want to talk about. Um, I've not been reading the main event, but it has been a title that I do read. Jonathan Hickman's Avengers yes. has been tying in yes. quite closely to it, which is really interesting because the past two issues, issues, issue 29 and 30, have been original since times, mm-hmm. and they've been really good, in my opinion. Mm. So, in issue 29, Steve basically he remembers that Doctor Strange brainwashed his memory back in the first Jonathan Hitman's first like New Avengers. Mm-hmm. So, he remembers that like, the Illuminati back together and they're basically building this weapon to destroy planets to stop incursions. And he remembers this all, and then he goes to confront Tony, and as he's confronted Tony, he's got like a little team of Avengers with him, like Thor oh, and awesome. Hyperion and Hawkeye. He's kind of taking it out on Tony a bit, even though it was like the rest of the Illuminati involved as well, and it just mm-hmm. seems like he's victimizing Tony a little bit, but then... He, he did break confront- the time gem too, right? Like, I mean, he's, yeah. he's got some blame there, but he's mad. He's so fucking mad. Well, That's- like, the time the time gem broke when Steve Rogers tried to use the Infinity Gauntlet, and now suddenly it's come back, and which led into issue 30, where there's, like, this whole time displacement going on now. 
So you got like this, the like being thrown through time, but then it's like Steve and Tony being at each other again. And the downside is, it is a little bit Civil War. It does seem like this is stuff we've mm-hmm. been through before, but I think mm-hmm. that also kind of like adds adds to the backstory to it. Like, like yes, that's the good thing with Marvel not retconning every five or so years is that that with that history being there between Tony and Steve it does kind of make it better because you know there's like been friction and it's like just recently from like the heroic age they've they've been like built re like rebuilding the friendship together and becoming mm-hmm. friends and working together and mm-hmm. and now that's kind of like just been destroyed again and like mm-hmm. Steve just doesn't know who he can trust and I'm hoping that he's gonna take like he's gonna like confront the rest of the illuminati as well at some point and not just like take the whole blame out on tony even though i suppose tony is like the leader of the illuminati because like new avengers is like tony's book and avengers is like steve's book i guess that's kind of like the reason but um i never thought of it that way but okay that's cool yeah Yeah, i can see that well like well it's like when you look at the who the illuminati is it's like every smart Mm -hmm. person in the marvel universe like who's who's do they, like, do they need a leader because they're all like super geniuses and like who who would be would be the leader? It seems like Tony's like the only guy like yeah, with self confidence, you know, to actually like to turn around and say yes, I'm going to be the leader. But um, anyway, in issue twenty nine, most of it was recap, but I think I think it's kind of fine because it was recapping something that didn't happen that happened in a different title and if it didn't recap it then people who hadn't read new avengers yeah. would just not know what was going on mm-hmm. and it wasn't taking for granted that it wasn't it wasn't assuming that readers are reading both new avengers and avengers because they're both written by hitman so it mm-hmm. kind of like caught you up a bit and made it better and yeah they're both really good tie-in issues and as someone i'm not reading original sin and i still thought they were both like really good yeah it's because dealing yeah it's stuff, stuff that's like happened in that title yeah 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 stuff like yeah. Hit- hitman's was probably got, would have got to anyway if not for original sin so see uh i really enjoyed the shit out of both those issues too yeah. they were wicked just the whole it was like the schoolyard hey yo come with me so and so punched my sister let's go you know <laughs> it's what it seemed like with captain america when he was going to confront tony yeah and then it you know then to be continued and i was like you dirty bastards then i got the next issue and it was even better i am actually looking forward to uh this uh something i don't know what tony did he did something to hulk though like you've been reading new avengers right so you know that banner has been yes. led into the illuminati yeah which, which kind of blew my mind I was like, whoa. Yeah, I know. That was, that was mad, that. Cause so, it's be- but it's, it makes sense, though, because he's like... Well, it makes sense Bruce Banner being in it, but then I suppose they've also got the Hulk, haven't they, for when they're going on incursions and stuff, going to different planets. But, yeah, yeah. But uh, it was quite a cool twist. Yeah, no, that, that whole issue, too, especially, I wanted to talk about that when he was confronting Tony, and he kept shooting himself up with the... Uh, what do you call it? Tranquilizers. Because <laughs> he was getting mad oh, yeah. at matter, right? Oh, Damn. yeah, Jimmy... Yeah, the, the issue when they're just both sat at the table, yeah, most yeah. of them just talking. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, that's I enjoyed that. Yeah, um, so yeah, that's gonna tie into something happened uh, when the when the when Cap remembers everybody else remembers stuff at the same time apparently, and Hulk's like Hulk. I don't know. Banner turns into Hulk, and he's like Hulk smash Stark, and there's gonna be a a little mini series of Hulk versus Iron Man, I guess now for ties into Original Sin. I'm, yeah, I'm I believe so. Yeah. Yeah, I, I might actually read that as well because it's um, Gillen and Wade. That's mm-hmm. that sounds quite interesting for sure. 
Okay. So yeah. Uh, what other what, what else was there for? Uh, like, I guess there's that Spider-Man thing with uh, some girl got bit by the same spider. Yeah. Yeah. Do you mean do you mean the graphic novel or what's going on in Amazing? Well, I guess that's the tie it in with Amazing too. Yeah. Well, I guess is that Learning to Crawl supposed to be? Oh yeah, about that, that too. I'm not I think, sure. But Learning to Crawl is like the year one thing where it's like the early days of Spider-Man yeah. when it's this um, it's building on an origin for a, a supervillain. I think the spider biting the other person is what Don Slott's going to be doing in the main amazing title. Yes. He gets to the original Sentai's. I think it's issue four or five. Uh-huh. So they're not out yet, I think. Yeah, because she was in the last issue, I'm sure. Whoever this girl is. Yeah, was, she, yeah. Watching Peter. I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, those are the most interesting aspects, I think, when it comes to the tie-ins for the original sin. Can't think of any other ones that kind of stood out to me. I haven't read any of this, so I don't know. Uh, no, I hear you. Although, uh, there is the um, the Guardians one coming up. Like I, I just thought you'd be quite interested in because it's what happened. It's explaining what happened to Rich Rider. Yes. After, yes. I'm after was it that. the Cancerverse or mm-hmm. that happened in Thanos Imperative or something? Yeah. Uh, how did Thanos and uh, Star Lord get out? I think they sacrificed Richard, or Richard sacrificed himself so they could get out. Yeah, probably. Yes, they're gonna keep him dead. I'm not gonna be happy about it, but at least they're finally getting to it. You know, mm. could have just left us hanging forever. That would have killed me. Uh, anyways, what else? I guess that's it for uh, original sin, eh? Yeah. All right. What else? Uh, what else has caught your fancy lately? Um, <laughs> not that original well, sin got your fancy. Well, I, I briefly mentioned it just then. I want, I did want to talk about the original graphic, the Spider-Man original graphic novel, uh, um, Family Business, co-written by Wade and Robinson, with art by Gabriel Delotto, which features the um, the sister of Peter Parker. Or does it? Is he his sister? What? Really? There's a bit of mystery there. I guess you, people are going to have to read it to find out. Really? But, uh, you're killing me, man. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to swap. But it, it's, it's actually. It's. It's a really nice looking book. Cause, I did you read um, Secret War by oh, ben, yeah. Brian Bendis? Yes, yeah. Yes. It's just. It's the artist who worked on that, and he's it, doing the same kind of art, and it looks it's, gorgeous. It's really dark. It's, it's a really dark. I wouldn't say really dark. No. I no. Think, I don't. I actually don't think it was. Qu- it's quite as dark as what um, Secret War was. But he did. Um, he did some annuals, didn't he, for Bendis with I think so. Wonder Man? I think so. Like when when Wonder Man was attacking the team, and his art wasn't quite as good in that. But in this graphic novel, because he's probably had like loads of time to work on it, it's just really nice looking art, and it's kind of like a bit of a spy story with Peter because he goes to like he goes like abroad undercover, and it's got a bit of a James Bond feel to it because he's like dressing up as a suit, and then he realizes he's got to like turn into. Um, Spider-Man and fight crime. It's Spider-Man, but um, yeah, it. Oh. And it's dealing with the um his parents as well with like the the backstory of his parents being spies as well, which helps add to the the spy element that the the book has, which I thought was interesting doing that with Spider-Man because you don't those kind of Spider-Man stories don't get told that much because of mm. like his whole secret identity thing and he's not really that kind of character is he because he's like 
stays in New York and fights like the villain of the week. So it's quite an hmm. interesting book. I enjoyed it. It's it's like it's twenty five dollars. It's actually not that thick. It's really thin, really? but it's a pretty yeah. It's a, it is a good read. I think it's um. I think these graphic novels they're doing now are going to go down a bit better than the season one graphic yeah. novels they did a few years ago. Yeah. I don't say. I didn't read it. Oh no, I I did get the Thor one really cheap on Comicsology for season one. Yes. Yeah, I, did, I got I the X Men one. Oh. I got the X Men one cheap on Comicsology, which Wait. is pretty good because I think I have Jamie. Too. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Jamie McKelvey on that. Yeah, yeah, and it, it's it kind of focuses on Gene mostly, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I do have that. I just haven't finished reading it because no offense, bored me stiff. Yeah. <laughs> it happens, man. Yeah. Cool. So Spider-Man, huh? Uh, you know what else has been really standing out? I think in the Marvel universe right now is uh, Iron Man by uh, Kieran Gillen. How do you say? Is that how you say it? I think it is, yeah. Uh, rather enjoying this Rings of the Mandarin storyline, uh, it's like they're robotic sentient now or something. It's it's kind of weird. And he's fighting uh, Malekith. So, uh, oh, cool. And the elves have a weakness to iron, and he is Iron Man, so it's, it's pretty cool. <laughs> uh, it's just been a fun romp, man, like ever since uh, he got kidnapped by that robot and he was going to pilot the god pilot killer planet thing I don't know it's like a celestial that was remote control built for the son of Howard Stark and then you find out that it wasn't Tony's not actually I guess Tony's adopted and he finds his real brother his real brother's name is Arno Arno Stark but he's a complete uh, paraplegic he's like Richard Hawkins talks through a computer and stuff Anyways, yeah, so then they tried to build a city and they kind of did these futuristic scenarios and that was a pretty good storyline too, but then they come to this uh, Rings of the Matter and stuff and man, is it ever fun. It's just a fun book. It's a, it is it is totally Tony Stark from the movies though. I'll say that. Much. Yeah. Like yeah. I, I never read uh, Fraction's run at all. Well, I think I think Fraction tried to do that uh, the Tony from the movies as well mm. in his characterization of Tony. I think that's pretty much the general thing now. For I think in comics, I I think that's what Bendis tries to do in Avengers, and Hitman's trying to do it in, in um, probably company mandate. Yeah, but yeah, it's uh, fun. Lots of fun. I would give uh, the current Iron Man run a seven out of seven because I look forward to reading it, man. And the price hasn't jumped up on me yet because uh, I've, I've noticed I wanna... random issues have been jumping prices over at Marvel. Yeah, it's happening more and more. I do want to read Gillen's Iron Man. What put me off buying it like initially was Greg Lyman being on art, and yeah, no, I, get I just past refused. That. I just refused to buy a Greg Lyman comic because I really don't like his art style. But um, who's drawing it right now? Mike Del Mundo, Luke Ross. I don't know. It's been really good lately, though. Uh, I I know Dale Eaglesham was drawing. Yeah. The Secret Origin of Tony Stark. That's when I started reading it, yeah. Uh, I thought it was pretty good, man. Um, uh, also, cool. also, you know, kind of reminds me of a DC ripoff idea. Right? They do the Zero Year or the Secret Origin. Like, Oh, yeah. Anyways, Jeff John's ideas, they're ripping them off. <laughs> That's what I found. What do you want, Maya? Go ask your mother to open the door, then. Why? 
But I got a headset on. Just, I don't think your mother wants you going down there. Your ankle's broken. Uh, I cannot do it. Yeah? Then go open the door by yourself. I'm trying to do a podcast. Oh, shit. Okay, I need a second, dude. Okay. Sorry, man. It's alright, it's fine. Editing. Yay. Yay. Yeah. Okay. Where are we at? I don't know. Oh, yeah, I was talking about Iron Man. I, I mm-hmm. You know, I, I'm not an Iron Man fan overly in the comic books, and I think that uh, says something about the current writing creative team. Mm. Or the writer. I don't know. It's just fun watching what they're doing with their characters nowadays. Kind of makes me want to talk about the Fantastic Four a little bit. Have you been reading any of that shit? Oh, I've not been reading. No, no. Nah. Talk about it. I, I want to hear how it is. Well, I don't know how it is. That's the thing. It's there's too many. Oh, okay. Like it's it's kind of. I think it's just a. A lot of people are saying it's bleeding cool. Just kind of, or whipping up a storm to get hits. Yeah. Maybe they are. Somebody somewhere saying that Ike Pulbature or whatever his name is. Oh yeah, I've been reading. It. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. the guy who owns Marvel wants to like stop promoting Fantastic Four yeah because they're paying licensing fees to Fox and I see right there that's uh, what you know like I thought that they had the movie rates why are they why is Marvel paying Fox you think it'd be the other way around no yeah well it's it's just it's deals that were made when Marvel was going bankrupt isn't it yeah yeah, it is so I mean nobody really seems to know what the fuck is going on see it, it kind of makes sense a little bit because Fantastic Four happened they never quite took off like Spider-Man and X-Men did so maybe they want they want to stop that from happening and get the movie rights back so they can like launch Marvel can launch them themselves and make them big characters it'll put them in the universe but, solid yeah yeah I don't know but it's what did it, I think it was Amazing Spider-Man number two that had that it seemed there was a bit in it that it seemed like it really wanted me to be reading the current Fantastic Four run. Oh, it, right. It has, like Johnny Storm turned no up, powers, and yeah. The, yeah, it kept saying you have to read Fantastic Four to get this. You really should be reading Fantastic Four. It's like, oh, really? You want me to read this other comic? Mm-hmm. Really, Marvel? Mm-hmm. This other comic that I'm not reading. I mm-hmm. was reading Fantastic Four, and then the last issue jumped a dollar, and I was like, I'm fucking paying another dollar for it, so I'm done. I'm not paying five bucks for Fantastic Four. It's not a regular thing, though, is it? It's just I, every... Yeah, like every fourth or fifth issue? What? Why? I don't understand it. Just, I just... I, hmm. Rather upset me. But yeah, I don't know. From the sounds of it, they're not going to stop publishing Fantastic Four anytime soon. I guess this new run's doing pretty good. It's in the top ten. Is it? Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I think it was like seven or eight. I'm not sure. I don't know about after that last issue, though. I didn't buy it. But yeah, it's it's just a team. They're in disarray. We've it's nothing we haven't really seen before. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think it's Leonard Kirk's doing the art, and he's uh, doing a fantastic job. I like to do costumes. They're red and black. Other than that, I mean, I think we've seen seen this kind of thing before. But who knows where it's going? Because mm-hmm. of you know the rumors that are out there. Who's to say? Like I mean, I I I, I kind of questioned it myself. 
it all comes back down to why is Marvel paying Fox? I don't shouldn't there be a going the other way? That's me, like you said, bankruptcy, blah blah blah. <clears throat> yeah. <clears throat> okay. Where are we at? Is it your turn now, or do I have to pick something? Um, I, can I was gonna uh, talk about the recent run on Moon Knight by yes! Warren Ellis Good stuff. and Declan and Shelby. Mm-hmm. This 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 really nice looking comic. I've kind of I kind of slipped up on this because I thought I was gonna the majority of all new Marvel Noir titles. I wanted to buy my iPad to save space. Yep, yep. And then I started reading this. I was like, this art mm-hmm. that's really nice. Mm-hmm. And I thought I want to kind of own this in print. And then I looked. It's like, oh, these comics of first printings are really hard to get a hold of. So I now mind. I don't. Yeah, now I don't have issue two and three. I have one and four, but I don't have two and three in in um, physical. I have, I've got them on Comicsology, but yeah. just to read a really good, but well, a, a good take on the character, like a character, like like I do. I do actually. Like, when I think about it, I do actually quite like Moonlight. Like I've read some of the old stuff on the Bendis and Malieve run, and recently I've been reading what um, Charlie Houston did on Marvel Unlimited with David Finch and that was fine. Like, I, I really like the Bendis and Malieve run. That was out a few years ago. But um, it feels like each issue is kind of being as contained as possible mm-hmm. and not worrying too much about playing the long arc because mm-hmm. it's been announced that the um, they're both only saying until issue 6 anyway. So it, it, it seems more like they're just trying to tell like as, as good a story they can tell in, in one comic rather than like build an arc over like six we still kind of have like have like like a little connecting thread through each yeah yeah but um i, I like the the format you know that they've come up with for this like it's almost yeah. done in once i i, I yeah, really enjoyed yeah. it i thought it was pretty wicked man yeah warren ellis did somewhat similar when he was on secret avengers a few years ago and yes, his yes. secret avenger comics there's some of the like probably my favorite superhero yeah. comics of the past few years because they're just so good yeah, that's funny because the one that stands out to me during that run is the one he does with uh, McCleavy, McKeevy, McKelvey, McKelvey. Yes, and and it stars Moon Knight. They find that city under the yeah under the ground or whatever. <laughs> There's that a double page spread of Moon Knight kind of coasting. Yeah, I was like, yeah, he's Moon Knight in a, a couple of them actually. I think the one mm-hmm. he did with Malieve or Aja, I can't remember, mm-hmm. was had Moon Knight as one of the central characters in the the comic. I think it was David Archer, actually. Hmm. Yeah, no, I don't know too, too much about Moon Knight. I, I know a little bit about the Bendis run. Like, I know he's got yeah. a personality problem. But uh, what I'm getting from this, like, I think it was, was it in the first issue? Where they kind of reveal, like, he's got three personalities, but they kind of reveal yeah. a fourth, I think? That's what I got out of it, anyway. Well, it's like, ooh. I think the... Does the um, does the ghost of Gnoshu is kind is sometimes made out to be his fourth personality thing? Because sometimes he mm-hmm. sees like he he like talks to the ghost, mm-hmm. and so that's like what um, Charlie Houston did. That I mean, like like the the Bendis stuff with the multiple personality thing was basically him um, imagining talking to like Captain America, Wolverine, and Spider Man. It's Bendis working playing off the fact that he was kind of crazy and had like this multiple personality disorder but yeah. it was only a way like these people he'd been around was trying to like rub off onto his personality his personality what warren ellis is doing now is more in in line with like how the original idea of the character with where there's like there's mark specter there's gnoshu and there's there's two other characters i can't remember the other two but, um 
No, I know, I know, I can't remember them either. But it's just, I don't know. It's fucking beautiful to look at, for sure, yeah. right? The art is amazing, like, the, the everything about it. I I don't see this format continuing after this team leaves. Like, who's taking no, over? I'm, Brian Wood, uh, I think? Brian, I don't know the artist, but it is, it is Brian Wood I'm writing, and I probably won't be reading it. Yeah, me neither, man. I don't think I'm going to... I don't know. <laughs> it's sad. Yeah. But another good uh, Marvel Now title, I thought, is... Uh, the new Iron Fist. I've not read that. Yeah. Oh, it, it, it's very Frank Miller. Uh, um, the way Carrie Andrews I, is drawing it, uh, I, I'm really enjoying it. This resurgence of the '70s characters is awesome. <laughs> yeah, it is. Like, it is really cool. Like, Marvel are doing like they're putting out a lot of titles for all new Marvel now, but a lot of them are like character, single character focused titles, like a lot of solo books for both male and female. Because yeah. there's quite a few female solo books, but um. Yeah, just feel like they're flooding the market a bit, but that's maybe that's just me being a fan who yeah. wants to like read all this stuff, and I just can't afford to. So I have to be picky over what I read, which is why I'm not reading Iron Fist. Right. I'm already buying too many. Yeah, well, if you get the chance to come across a trade cheap, like when, when the first trade comes out, I think it'll be worth your time. I've only read the first two issues, and I I think it's friggin' awesome, man. Mm. Uh, very I li- like kung fu. Very kung fu. So yeah. I, I picked up the new Shang Chi book too, the Deadly oh, Hands, cool. Deadly Hands of Kung Fu. It's it's okay. Yeah, it's okay. The art's great, but I'm not sure where the story is going. It's only been the first issue. I'm still waiting for our Power Man uh, reboot. You know, Power Man oh, now, but Luke Cage, not the punk kid. That'll be good thing, especially since he's getting a Netflix series next yeah, year. That would make that'll, sense. No, that'll be a fun one. Mm-hmm. Or maybe they're just waiting until like, like the current. I'm gonna like, is it like it'll probably get to like issue ten or something, and then they'll, they'll cancel it and probably reach it all. Right, for the when the the series starts on the Netflix. Yeah. Right. Oh, I think my internet's a little goofy, man. That was a little choppy. My bad, probably. All right, what else? Lots of good stuff out there. Let me check my. In the cloud. What have I been buying? Have you been reading Electra? Electra? No. Is it good? It's 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 a gorgeous looking book. It it looks amazing. Um, hold on a second. I'm just gonna find out because it's got it's do do do. It's an artist called uh, Michael Del Mundo. I'm not right. familiar with his art before. It, it looks a lot like Stephanie Hans. I don't know if you know Stephanie Hans's work, with like kind of like painted, painted interiors look, and it looks gorgeous. Like I'm like the story's pretty good as well. It's like um, playing Electra up more as like a hired assassin, being sent out on hits, and like by the end of the first issue, she ends up on Monster Island. Um, it's written by William. Is it William Blackman? I think it is. Just double check that. Oh, Jesus. That Del Mundo guy's been working on that. Yeah. Iron Man as well. Has he? He's got a credit Has he been here. in the covers? I don't. I, I think, think. I think so. I think it is the covers. Yeah. Well, he's been doing like 
like this book's probably going to face delays because I don't know how this guy is going to keep up doing this kind of work on like a monthly monthly side draw. Mm-hmm. <laughs> really nice looking comic. Um, yeah, yeah, everything in the new now has got been has had really really good art. I think, like even the Punisher, and and I and I hate this new Punisher, <laughs> which is hard for me to say. I like Punisher. Uh, what else is uh? What else have, have, did you check out? Silver Surfer or like New Warriors? Yeah, that, that's two issues, isn't it? Or, so, did Silver I miss Surfer? issue three? I'm not Silver sure. Surfer. I just picked up the first one for free. It was free the other day on Comicsology, so I scooped it. I haven't read it yet though. Downloading now. Maybe. Oh yeah, issue one. Oh. oh. Mm. I'll have to, I must not use my code. Yeah, I've been reading it though. It's pretty good. Like, um, Dan, Dan Slot doing science fiction stuff. Yeah, that's. I'll have to read it. I mean, it looks interesting. It's Michael Alred. He's got some good art. Yeah. Yeah. Never go wrong with that guy's art. I found. So, so you're enjoying the book? I know a lot of people who have been actually on the Twitter. Hmm. It's pretty good. Well, it's like, it's done a lot. Like, the clip behind it is very similar to that of Doctor Who, where it's all of a sudden, and this girl from Earth pretty much flying around space, going everywhere and anywhere. Oh. And it is, it's, it is, basically it's Doctor Who. He <laughs> like, Dan Slot has openly admitted it, because, yeah. I mean, I think you, you follow him on Twitter, don't you? So he, you probably know he's like a huge Doctor Who nerd. Follow him on Facebook. He's a massive Doctor Who nerd. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, there's a few guys at Marvel who are actually. I think Tom Brevall is a big Doctor Who fan as well. Cool. Like, so, nothing wrong with Doctor Who, man. Uh, mm. I'm looking forward to that. Then, uh, I've also been reading New Warriors. I mean, I guess it's five issues in, but uh, it's okay. I mean, it's just silly. I've been waiting for them to talk about like all the dark stuff that you know, like with Speedball becoming penance, and they've got. Kane, the Scarlet Spider, there and stuff, and it's kind of like a continuation of his series, almost, man. I found mm-hmm. like it just—it's right at the end of his series and right into New Warriors, like they didn't even miss a beat. But uh, in the last—it's the same issue, writer, isn't it, Chris yeah, Jones? Yeah, yeah, that's probably well then. Yeah, in the last issue, they uh, that uh, the girl that's been hanging out with uh, Kane, Ar- Arkley, Arsley—I don't even know how to say it. Whatever, she can like read minds, or she's empathic, or whatever. And uh, she was uh, giving old Speedball a reading, and it was it was kind of intense. It was pretty cool because all she could <laughs> see was penance and stuff. And I don't know, man. I think he might still be cutting himself. Anyways, not a bad book. It's it's interesting you say you want in that kind of stuff because from what I've seen of like the promotional stuff, it seems like they're kind of like making it out of making out of, like, like this teen book that's trying to appeal to the younger audience so if they do go into like speedball what speedball they've been like civil war and stuff i'd be very like in- curious to see if that's addressed well how can they not what you know like well i know i know it's like the character it just seems like marvel wanted like you know like one of these young team books like yeah. um like, like on new x-men is and kind of like the nova ongoing it just seems like it's in that kind of like family which doesn't it like that stuff, it doesn't seem like that stuff would be addressed in that kind of comic. So, yeah. but I'm not. I'm of course I'm not reading. I'm not actually reading the book, so I don't like yeah. know where well, it's gonna go. I have a little bit of a soft spot for it myself because the original series I 
was coming out when I think I was in high school, like grade 10 or so. I can't remember. Pretty sure it was around that area, though. And uh, I really got into those characters, man. Like Nova and Speedball are always my favorite. So, you know, out of uh, loyal dedication, I was like, I'll check it out. And as I was reading it, I'm like, yeah, I like Scarlet Spider. This is cool. Uh, Speedball's a little too happy for me. Maybe he's doing Speedballs now, uh, you know, because of what he's been through and all that. So I'm going to stick it out for a little bit longer, see where it goes. Because like most, you know, Yost plays a very long game all the time. I thought, yeah. I find. Like he's not done with Scarlet Spider. This much I, I can tell from reading this book. There's, there's more to come. And you know, they have an Inhuman on there now. So there's a couple of new guys that are just kind of seem to be comic relief for now. But they're missing some people. There's, yeah, and there's mystery. And I don't know. I think it's okay. Uh, I guess it is kind of surprising for me to read something like that when I really, really have been reading a lot of Avatar comics lately too. <laughs> like I've been reading that God is Dead that Jonathan Hickman wrote the first six issues, six issues of and then like the last seven or so have been just off the wall fucking weird. But I keep reading it and it's just God's just taking each other out left and 